any idea how to get in touch with Diana? Three, three two, one. Good morning, Magic 100 listeners, and uh, thanks for tuning in to the reporter on the radio, the only radio show and podcast dedicated to the news and events of Monroe County. I am Will Davis, uh, owner of the Monroe County Reporter, joined by my compatriot, co-host, the vile curmudgeon. Why are you being so nice today? It's just, you know, beautiful sun. It's time, sun, sunshine, spring day. We're turning over a new leaf. We're going to be positive today. Don well, Daniel, so on the outside looking in. Don, good morning. Well, good morning, Will. And we have a very special guest today. Well, every guest is special. You know, I'm not trying to berate you. You know why they're special? Because we don't have many of them. So when we do have a it's guest, amazing it's amazing to me how many special. people don't want to be on the radio. <laughs> we, we don't bite. That's not the word on the street. <laughs> Did you have your rabies shot before you got here? I got a double dose. Well, our guest today is Joey Proctor. Joey is presently the coroner from Monroe County. And uh, he's, uh, again, up for re-election. And uh, he does have opposition. So this is uh, your opportunity. We're going to talk to you about some things. And, of course, if you have anything to say to the people out there in Radio Land, go ahead and do it. Joey, I'm going to ask the first question. How long have you been coroner? 24 years. 24 years. Who was coroner before you? Uh, Andy Dillon. That's right. That's right. He died in office, and I was appointed to fill the unexpired term and been there ever since. Wow. I had forgotten that Andy Dillon, that was Mike Dillon's daddy. Yes. And he had a funeral home right next door to us, wasn't it, at one time? I don't know. His funeral I've seen home. old photos where it was on this Jackson Street. Is that right? That's correct. It was many years ago. I was a child. That was that was before. That was and he moved it to where? Uh, where Freeman Brothers is now. Okay. Oh, Brentwood. I didn't know Dylan was there. Yeah, that, he built that. That was, that was that the funeral home. Yeah, and lived in the house next door to it. Sure did. Interesting. Sure did. So that's where. So uh, who were you appointed by? Uh, Judge Ben Spear. Ben Spear, that's right. And your your father, you're kind of a political, your family is kind of a uh, legendary in this community. Your father was a longtime commissioner. How long was your dad a commissioner? Uh, off and home for close to 40 years. Wow. Yeah. He, when I came here in 72, Joe was not the commissioner. Because Monroe County didn't have districts, it was at large. Mm-hmm. But then, when they districted, I think that's when your daddy decided to run. No, he was in there. He was probably in there in '72. They had three at-large commissioners at that time. Okay. Uh, I was okay. It was late teenager, about to get out of high school, when he ran the first time. Mm-hmm. And, Against Mr. Okay. J.C. Carroll and was elected. Uh, well, Joey, tell 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 the people out there in Radio Land exactly what the coroner does. I know the simple answer is, hey, we investigate dead. We investigate dead people and how they got dead. That is it in a nutshell. <laughs> what the the coroner's office is in charge is charged with investigating unattended deaths, which means it was not a Physician present. Okay. Uh, Wait a minute. I think that was just some key words there. Unattended? Yes. Okay, here's a question for you. I live by myself. If I just die of a heart attack at home, do they send you out there? Yes. 
Uh, what if you put a sign on a corner? I ain't dead. Go. <laughs> the, the process in Monroe County is for yeah. emergency services, law enforcement, and the coroner to respond. Uh-huh. Emergency services, depending on how long the person has been deceased, may run a EKG strip to verify death. Uh, you don't you don't sit down and feel that hard or anything. You, they have to do the EKG. Yep. Uh, been dead for two weeks. I think we need to run an EKG on him. Been dead that long. It's not. Law enforcement is involved to make sure there's no foul play involved, and the coroner's office works hand in hand with both entities to do a thorough investigation to, as you said, determine the cause of death and to ensure that there's no foul play involved. You know, I when I was at the Georgia Public Safety Training Center, uh, the Georgia Coroners Association, is that what it's called? Yes. That, that, they asked me uh, for about three years straight to uh, conduct media relations classes for y'all because y'all have to do, you have to go to for continuing education units, don't you? Yes, the, when you go in initially, you have to attend a 40-hour course approved and set up by the Coroner's Training Council. Yeah, Con- Jerry. Jerry, uh, he was out of the training center. He was responsible for the Coroner Training. Mm-hmm. And Jerry. And Jerry we- Finley. Jerry Finley, that's correct. And I think Jerry's dead now, too. I wonder if he investigated his own death. Uh, <laughs> I hadn't heard that he had died. Uh, Someone the- told me that, anyway. When but Judge, they have to go through all this training. When Judge Spear appointed you, were you uh, EMT or what? What, what, what made him appoint you? And uh, had been working in that field several years. And my requirements as far as a deputy are much more stringent than what the state requires mm-hmm. because I feel like someone with a medical background is more able to investigate a death to know the cause and manner, and to communicate with doctors locally and at the GBI crime lab. And this is a part-time position, is that correct? Yes, it's considered part-time. What is the pay? Do you know? $750 a month for me. Okay. My deputies are... Who is your deputy, by the way? Uh, I have three of them. Three uh, deputies? Rufus Adams, right. uh, Jessica Williams, and Bill Urquhart. Okay. They are paid on a per call basis, one hundred and seventy-five dollars a call. Gotcha. You know, you know, this is sort of along the same lines. You remember several many years ago when they had uh, the guy was not cremating bodies up in anyway, Noble, uh, Georgia. Georgia, Noble, Georgia. Noble, Georgia. Noble, <laughs> Georgia. I was, I was. Uh, Funeral home scandal. Uh, it was a mess, but you know, I was up there for, oh my gosh, a long time because I was with the training center and Jima was in charge of it for, for a long time and they sent me up there. And they brought, if I remember, uh, several coroners on site to investigate some of the deaths because there were no death certificates. Is that a reason for you to kick in? If, I mean, if somebody dies out at my house and there's no death certificate that you, they, 
Well, the the funeral home would generate the demographic part of the death certificate. Okay. The coroner or a physician is responsible for doing the medical okay. part of it prior to the death certificate being certified. Okay. Okay. Well, I know it was it was a. I know a lot of the, a lot of coroners came up there during. There's a lot of people who have an aversion to death. Of course, being humans, we we like life. I do too. We we all have an aversion to death. So my question is: Did it take you? What did you just have an unusual personality that it was not bothering? Did not bother you, or did it take some time for you to get used to accustomed to? Since I had been an EMT for years, I was somewhat accustomed to it, Uh, and it. I won't say it takes a special person, but it takes someone that can deal with it. Right. Not well, I'm going to bring up another thing about when I was editor of the Clayton County Journal, the coroner, the county police department, they had an official photographer. And guess who was the assistant official photographer? <laughs> Donald J. Daniel. And I'm going to tell you something. That was... Uh, I didn't like it when he when the official photographer was out of town. <laughs> you had to go do the shoot. Because shoot. I had to go do the thing, and, and and I worked again. I worked with coroners on you know photographing, and that that was not fun. I I, I, I guess I can use this word. I admire you for your ability to do this because I, I couldn't handle it long. When I go ahead, I want, you want to respond to that. Oh, uh, so it does take a certain individual to be able to deal with it. As far as the photography, that is part of our training. Yeah, now, now, now everybody's got shoot an your iPhone. Phone. Shoot it with your phone. Shoot, shoot yeah. them with the phone. Um, what uh, what's changed? How has Monroe County changed in the twenty four years you've been coroner? Well, first population. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's probably close to double. I was going to wanted wanted that too. I think when I came here in seventy two, it was twelve thousand. Twelve thousand plus. It's definitely dub- more than double since seventy two. More than seventy two. Technology, as far as the coroner's office has changed, mm-hmm. reporting. But uh, Monroe County, with the increase in population, does have a an older average or median, which means more deaths. Yeah. Uh, Back then, I guess I seventy five was it here, but the traffic on I seventy five has increased dramatically, oh yeah. and it leads to more uh, traffic fatalities. That's right. Uh, How many well, calls do you get on average a month? Oh, uh, eight to ten, probably. Eight to ten calls. A we month. average around a hundred a year, and you may have three or four in one day, and then go two weeks with nothing. Yeah. Well, this was one of the issues that was that was brought up. You do not have an office. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Prior to the pandemic, I was working with the commissioners and uh, Jim Hedges about office space, primarily for record stores. Yeah. Uh, there rarely is a case when a family wants to sit down with the coroner face-to-face after a death. And they need a place to do that. Well, historically, when that has happened, I go to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yes, an office would satisfy that. But, uh, well, that, I, I hope, again, 
that that comes to fruition because I think it's necessary from a, from a record-keeping standpoint and a central location. What's one thing we got to close you out here? What's one thing you'd like to say to the people out there in Radio Land? Vote for me! I would appreciate your vote. Oh. I think experience and contacts and working rapport with the doctors in the crime lab is critical to representing Monroe County and handling things lawfully and the way it should be. I think I have that. I know I have that experience, and I would appreciate your continued support. Thank you, Joey, and thank you for coming by, and I think I speak for Will, too. We wish you the best of luck. And uh, He always takes my phone calls. That's right. And we appreciate that. He's one of the few that does that. It's true. Public officials don't always do that. Might not be able to give you all the information you want, but I will talk with you. Tell you what he can. Thanks, Joey. We appreciate it. And have a great day. day. The vote is June 9th, so uh, an early vote. I guess they're going to allow early voting. Have we nailed that down yet? Can you go vote at the – will you be able to vote early at the uh, election's uh, office? Here's one last question. Are the coroners going to be in the great debate? Yes, they are invited to come the 25th. May 25th at the rec department at 6 p.m. at the big pavilion by the football field. So we'll hope we'll have an outdoor socially distanced debate. So it'll be healthy and well. Just where the hog park was supposed to be. Across the street from there. Yeah, can't miss it. Thanks, Joey. See you then, Joey. We'll see Joey at the debate May 25th. And then we're having another debate this Monday. If you're you're listening to this show on Sunday, um, it'll be uh, this Monday at 6 o'clock. We'll have the school board and the clerk of court candidates. Where? At the same place, the right department, the big pavilion. Out on 42 out North. Out on 42 North. Going, on to, going towards Don's house. That's right. Going towards Blunt. Blunt. Downtown Blunt. Well, good morning, Will. Well, good morning, Don. I'm glad we got another guest uh, and try to get people informed about how they should vote. Uh, you know, try to educate people on the can- who the candidates are and what they believe and stand for. So, you know, Kate Coroner's kind of a funny position. You don't have a lot of debate about no. issues it's not like a commission no. job where you can debate right. about whether we have water lines here or there or yonder but it is a it is important well you 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 you've got some we've got something happening tomorrow since this show was aired on sunday we've got another whopper diddly diddly mac opening up yes we do fast food restaurant yes we do is uh the he- i was proud of the headline in the ad it said uh Come Monday, it'll be all right. That's right. You know who sang that? Who's saying that? Jimmy Buffett. That's right, Jimmy Buffett. So Zaxby's is open. Come Monday, you'll be able to drive through and get some fried chicken when, from Zaxby's. When, when do you think? When do you think this restaurant thing's going to be lifted? Probably May thirteenth, I would think. Well, how how is El Tejado is, got sitting down going? Uh, well, you have to socially distance as long as you have like every other table can. I mean, Zaxby's could open their dining room. They're just choosing not to. The corporate is encouraging them to wait a little longer. I think a lot of restaurants are just say the regulations are just so intrusive and, and restrictive that it's not oh, profitable for them to operate yet. But I hope, I hope next Wednesday, uh, May 13th, that it'll change. I, I got to have your help here on Okay. Sundays. I'll try. We, 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 we sort of talked about this. but We talked around it. Well... <laughs> I'm still pretty quirked, and I'm going to, I'm going to, got to bring this out in my column. But the other night, Vice City Council, I know, <laughs> there you go. I need some help on this. I need to know how to handle this because I want a differing opinion. I think you've got one. 
The Versailles City Council decides not to meet in mass. Yeah, they did not meet in. They had a meeting by Zoom. Do you yeah. have Zoom? Are you, have you ever Zoomed? No, my, no, my dogs <laughs> get the Zoomies. You know, your dogs ever get the Zoomies? What is that? Zoomies, well, they just go crazy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did yeah. you know that's an official term? <laughs> Zoomie? No, I did not Zoomies. know that. Yeah, my dogs every once in a while, man, ooh. They look like grease lightning. Well, Zoom is also an uh, application that you, a computer application where you can meet. Like it's like FaceTiming with a group of You're people. Right. Well, I tell you what, it was absolutely pathetic. But the thing that just got me is Diane was there, the other reporter, and when you walk in, the the city manager walked up with one of those thermometer jobs, where they aim it at your head and you know yeah. see if you got any temperature. Yeah. But here's the weird thing. You had, there were no other other city councilmen there except, you got to help me here because I can't only remember his nickname. Mike Dodd. And Chris Hewitt. Chris Hewitt. They were there in person. They were there in person. You were upset they weren't wearing masks. No, let me finish my story. Okay. Okay, help me here. So here the city has been talking about all this protection, about safety. Safety issues. Safety. Yeah, issues. good point. Okay, safety That's the priority. That's the priority. But it's not the priority. If we save one life. If we save one life. It, it was not the priority at that meeting the other night. <laughs> because two city councilmen, the, the city manager, the city clerk, and, and the officer that is there to make sure nobody gets in a fight, none of them are wearing masks. <laughs> and that just twerks me. Because, because why did we have to wear a mask? So what did you do? What did you do about it? I got up and walked out. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> you know, leadership, mm-hmm. you're, su- you're supposed to lead. But they by- have to talk when you're in a meeting, so they can't so, really wear a mask. Yes, you can. Remember at the uh, when you, you, when you missed the television? yeah you missed you the been can- seeing all them people talk through that mask. You missed the county commission meeting where Ben Ben Vaughn, the county attorney, was talking tr- through his mask, and they couldn't hear him, and he finally just took it off. So. Uh, so yeah, the city council had to discuss whether they want to meet. You know, they, they've advertised five public hearings for their May. What is next Tuesday, the eighteenth? Not no, not no, this no. Tuesday. They're going to meet again this in two Tuesdays. Um, Say that fast. Two Tuesdays, and they they said, okay, guys, do y'all want to meet in person or do y'all want to continue to meet Zoom? And and I I've, I've noticed that John, Julia Stroud, city council member, and John Howard. Hope they're listening out there are very adamant they do not want to meet in person. They are not they're they're very scared and there are a lot there are a lot of people who are very scared if you of this seen virus stories still. about how black people are more affected by this they are by this they are they have right a higher they have a higher mortality rate and we don't know whether that I don't think a, I don't think that's a genetic uh because of the color of their skin. I think it's just uh maybe because they have uh, you know it, it is shown scientifically I'm not being critical. Yeah. It is it is shown that they have higher obesity rates in the black community than more the heart problems. And more heart, much more heart yeah. comorbidities. Now you, you as a seasoned citizen of great no, maturity, what I, what, no, what, no, as I a am, mature, wise, wizened gray beard uh, okay. uh, of the community. Friday will get you. You were supposed to. You were supposed to be under sheltered place order still. Well, you know that's the reason I wear a disguise. <laughs> Because I don't want people to you see. You don't have a disguise on. <laughs> yeah, I do. I wear. You, I wear two face masks. See, when you were 
when you were a kid, you had to use a fake ID to get beer. And now that you're elderly, you have to use a fake ID to keep going out of your house. No, I use two face masks. One for the front of my face and one for the back of my head. So they don't know whether I'm coming or going. <laughs> we're being silly. I know, we're being real silly. But I'm glad but anyway, that I'm, I'm, there's a lot of people like you. And my father-in-law is another one who just don't, won't, don't, you can't order them. They're, they're. Uh, they, you can't order them to stay they, home. They're, well, they're, they they're American people. They're just, we're citizens. We don't have the city council is supposed to set an example. The Mike died. <laughs> you're supposed Chris, to set an example of sheltering place, but you're not. Yes, I am. I'm sheltered right here in the office right now. <laughs> it is a place. That's right. It, it doesn't say you're does. sheltered in your place. That's right. And, I and when I, you go to El Tejano for lunch, you'll be sheltered in that place. That's right. I'm sheltered <laughs> everywhere I go. <laughs> no, so don't hear me that crap. Oh, we're having fun. But anyway. I thought it was very interesting. Let's go to the paper. We've already talked about Zachary's open. And uh, there's a great story. We won't go into the detail because there's a doggone long story. But a miracle on Reedy Creek is the headline. And, uh, boy, they had a heck of an accident, didn't they? Yeah, it was really bad. Uh, husband and wife. How's Jay, she doing, by the way? Doing very well. Jay, Jay and Ray McLuhan, uh, well-known in this community. Ray is the daughter of Butch Copeland, a former uh, Development Authority member, leader in the community, cattle farmer, farmer. Anyway, they live on Reedy Creek Road. Just You know where that is. Right. That's south of town. And she and her husband are clearing land to build a new house. They're in their late 30s, and... They got they were got some barbed wire. Do you do you have a you don't have a tractor, do you? No. Okay. Uh, I've never. Do you use one over in uh, Washington one. County? Yes. Do you ever uh, use a bush hog? Yes. Do you? I do not like to drive on a bush hog. Yeah. The, well, apparently it's dangerous. I mean, we found out because not only this, but stuff can fly. It's supposed to be good. but you hit it anyway. So it can pop up and yeah. Well, they ran into some barbed wire. And so they raised it to get the stuff out, and when they were up under there, it fell back on top of them and trapped them and pinned them against the ground. She actually stopped breathing. Uh, Ray McLuhan, she's a counselor How long did she stop at the high school. Probably she was under there fifteen minutes, they think, and Whoa. she stopped breathing probably halfway through. So she may have been without oxygen for five or ten she, minutes. That was a miracle. It was a miracle, and so Jay was able to. Uh, they sent their daughter. Their daughter was out there. I think she's. Uh, Seven, maybe I'm not sure. I can't remember. Miller, Miller's their daughter, and she ran to get the neighbor to help. They were able to finally. He had to go get his. So he came to the tractor, saw they were trapped, couldn't you lift it by hand? The key was trapped in his left pocket underneath that bush hog. So had, he couldn't move it. Couldn't move it. So had to run back wow. to his. Had to run back to his house to get his tractor, which he brought back and used to push up that bush hog just enough. To get Jay out. Now, Jay was never really in serious medical danger, uh-huh. but he knew his wife was in bad shape, and he was he was holding her hand. He was able to touch her, but she was crying and screaming, and then she got quiet, and that's when you know it's bad. So so they were able her, she her heart stopped, and they did uh, mouth-to-mouth resuscitation and uh, were able uh, uh, to CBR her and brought her back. Her husband saved her life. Now, here's, wow. the, here's the, another incredible. First of all, the miracle is that Ray McLuhan is doing well, walking, talking, and they didn't, you know, she was intubated. They put right. a ventilator on her. They didn't know she was going to make it. They didn't know how much brain damage she would have for all that time, and she is fine. But a miracle. The, another crazy thing about this whole thing, three years ago, Jay, who's a professional golfer, very good mm-hmm. golfer, uh, three years ago he had an episode, heart episode, no previous problems. That's right. And his heart stopped, and the EMTs brought him back to life. So uh, 
So as, as Jay told me, their 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 family's gotten their share of luck, and we're certainly glad they're okay. But uh, a story about uh, you know, in all this, like he said, Jay told me, he said, in all this pandemic and all this shutdown, and this compound, it's good to know that God is still on the job in the miracle business. We're gonna change the subject. We're gonna go a little bit light here. Uh, on the front page of your one B section this week is a story about bowling. I can't say that fast. Bowling Brooks Bella tells her story. Is it a lady down there has been has right has written a book? Bella, and, uh, yep. Bella is an author. Is a local dog who's written a book. Vicky Smith, who's in the real estate business and a real promoter of Bowling Brooks, she is a terrific asset got to this, this paper. Dog called Bella. And she posts more stuff on Bella than she does on her real estate business. <laughs> it is true. Yeah, she, she is smitten. Yeah, and this Bella, uh, she's she's written what two books about Bella? I think that's right. And this, she, is, uh, this uh, is Bella goes to work, and I think there was another one. After she, she loved her, she lost her beloved stray sweetie girl, and uh, she said she'd never have a dog. It was too painful. And uh, finally, after two years, she did get uh, Bella. And the, the Papillion is a small dog. You're not a small dog person, are you, Don? No. Me neither. Oh, hey. Foo-foo you, dog. You can't pick on me. <laughs> How much your dogs weigh? <laughs> About 120, the big one does. No. <laughs> it is. But anyway, uh, there's a book out there. And, and I'm sure that if you go on, uh, on oh, what is it, whatever, you can get a copy of her book. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down. I know Vicky. I'm going to go down and buy one. I'm going to make sure that the dog uh, autographs it. Okay. <laughs> Put right, ball me, on let's it. go to one more front page story. Okay. Y'all do this every year. And uh, Howard's, who is this? Becky Howard. Hand? Becky Howard's a local nurse practitioner, and she is uh, married she's to. She's mother of the year. She's mother of the year. She's a state troop, married to a state trooper, Trey Howard, and her daughter wrote a beautiful nomination for how her mom just works during the day and then comes home and makes sure the kids are have what they need and are being motivated to do the best they can in all their activities. And it was just a really a sweet nomination. She'll win some nice prizes, Don. So I think this year we have the best prizes we've ever had. Uh, she's got a dinner for two but at El Tejado. can't go anywhere with <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you hear that George is the first to re- release people? Yeah. And what are they saying this morning? This is Thursday morning. They're saying this morning that Georgia's coronavirus Cases are increased. Less hogwash. And if okay. they, let me I, tell you, I'm let, not arguing with well, you let me tell you where the biggest problem is in okay. our corona cases. It is the nursing homes. They are they are very very rough. And uh, there's one in Jackson that you probably heard about. I wrote in my commission to my column has 20 deaths in a Jackson nursing yeah. home. And you know what? That's anyway. But anyway, going um, back to it, but she's the mother of the year, and uh, I think that's just fantastic. Uh, we got one more thing to hit. How in the world, somebody had an airboat on the Oak Monkey River? <laughs> How do you sink an airboat? I've, I've always wanted to ride an airboat, and I Ooh, never have. I can tell you some stories about an airboat. Do you like them? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. The problem is, you have to keep your mouth shut, <laughs> or you get nets on your teeth. Yeah, they're usually on the swamp. Yeah. Well, this guy, there was about eight, seven um, tubers. You know what a tuber is? Yeah. They ride these, float these tubes down the river. And it was getting six. It was getting late, six o'clock, and they were like, "You know what? We're not going to make it before dark to our destination, which was, I think, the Highway 83 bridge." And so, Mister Airboat guy, this guy had just built an airboat. Did, 
I didn't know he could build an airboat. Yeah. He built, I guess he put a fan on his boat, you know. Boom. So he said. (laughs) He said, he said, said, hey, I'll give you all a ride. And that was not smart. I mean, you try to be nice, but come on. Uh, Seven people got on his boat and one of them stepped on the bow. Do you know what a bow of a boat is? Yeah. It's not the stern. At the front. The the front. Stepped on the bow and. Boom, it submarined and sunk, sunk the boat. They all had to gra- swim to sh- <laughs> The DNR, the, the Department of well, the fire, Monroe, hey, excuse me, Monroe County Firemen. charge people for stupidity? I don't know. That's a good question. But yeah. they were, Monroe County got a boat from the Juliet Fire Station and uh, picked them up and rescued them. So thank God for that. Well, hey, y'all, there's another thing, too. Y'all need to start getting a reporter because the political advertising has begun. Yes, it is good and to see our candidates. Way. Our candidates are marking out their positions uh, for in the race, and we'll see. Uh, it's we'll see how it goes. Uh, we got a school board debate again Monday night. Come on out at six o'clock. Hope you'll come. Be sure to socially distance and uh, keep you know don't don't shake anybody's you hands. Remind me of that now. We'll go bring a lot of uh, hand sanitizer. We'll try to bring some of that. But, uh, yeah, I hope people will come. And then, hey, if you can't come, be sure to read about it in next week's reporter. Hey, Diane be there. there. By the way. And anyway. if you want to ask a question, it's uh, if you're here in this Sunday morning, you can still email me at publisher at mymcr.net. Uh, send me a question. I'll ask it. I'm not afraid. Just tell me what you, you want. not be afraid. Tell you what you want to ask. You know what? I love the political advertising right here on page uh, 8A, mm-hmm. political advertising called Busted. That's <laughs> yeah, not political. Oh, that's not political advertising. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> those, can't, those are felons. They're ineligible. Those are not candidates for election office. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. And so. we got the teachers of the year in this week's paper. So much in this week's paper. Hey, be sh- we appreciate, we appreciate you folks who support the Monroe County Reporter. Um, it's been a rough time for all of our businesses and you know, newspapers depend on advertising and that's been down, understandably. People uh, are not shopping as much. So we're glad to see it coming back, but I want to thank you personally. Those of you who read the paper, who pay your dollar, subscribe, or who advertise, we just yes. appreciate your support during this uh, difficult time. And thanks nursing my baby. Thanks for listening to The Reporter on the radio and join us again next Sunday morning on Magic 100. 100.